Tamam işte bu adaya kışlıkta çıkar bu bile. Şimdi Arkadaşlar, we'll just wait for a couple of more people and then start. Yes, bro. ಸಾಧ್ವೈತಂಸಾವಧೂತಂಪರಿಜನಸಹಿತಂಕೃಷ್ಣಚೈತನ್ಯದೇವಂಶ್ರೀರಾಧಾಕೃಷ್ಣ
This verse especially describes the final destination attained by the unalloyed devotees who serve the supreme personality of Godhead in Bhakti Yoga. Previous verses have mentioned four different kinds of devotees: the distressed, the inquisitive, who those who seek material gain, and the specul speculative philosophers. Different processes of liberation have also been described. Karma Yoga, Gyan Yoga, and Hatha Yoga. The principles of these <laughs> yoga systems have some bhakti added, but this verse particularly mentioned pure bhakti yoga, without any mixture of Gyan, Karm, and Hat or Hatha, as indicated by the word Ananya Cheta. In pure bhakti yoga, the devotee desire nothing but Krishna. If pure devotee does not desire promotion. to heavenly uh, planets nor does he seek oneness oneness with the brahma jyoti or salvation or liberation from the material entanglement a pure devotee does not desire anything in the chaitanya charitamrita the pure devotee is called nishkama which means he has no desire for self interest perfect peace belongs to him alone not to them who strive for personal gain whereas a gyan yogi karma yogi or hat yogi has his own selfish interest a perfect devotee has no desire other than to please the supreme personality of godhead therefore the lord says that for the anyone who is unflinchingly devoted to him he is easy to attain If your devotee always engages. Let somebody else read next. Nidhi Vana Radhika Mantri. Yes, Prabhuji Hari Krishna. A pure devotee always engages in devotional service to Krishna. In one of his various personal features, Krishna has various plenary expansions and incarnations, such as Rama and Narasimha. and a devotee can choose to fix his mind in loving service to any of these transcendental forms of the supreme lord such a devotee meets with none of the problems that plague the practitioners of other yogas bhakti yoga is very simple and pure and easy to perform one can begin simply by chanting hari krishna the lord is merciful to all but as we have already explained he is specially inclined towards those who always serve him without deviation the lord helps such devotees in various ways as stated in the vedas katha upanishad 1.2.23 yam evaishya vrinute tain labhyas tasyaiva atma vrinute tanum swam one who is asyaisha one who is fully surrendered and engaged in the devotional service of the supreme lord can understand the sup supreme lord as he is as stated in bhagavad gita 10.10 dadami buddhi yogam tam the lord gives such a devotee sufficient intelligence so that ultimately the devotee can attain him in his spiritual kingdom yeah i want to request all the devotees and as a rule i think i want to ensure them <clears throat> it looks so impersonal for me to keep staring at names although i know all of you so please uh, stop your videos Because I'm not able to interact properly, I'm, my weakness. So, all of you could please start your videos. And Vikas Prabhu, you can read the next line, next para. Hari Krishna Prabhu ji, the special qualification of a pure devotee is that he is always thinking of Krishna without deviation. and yeah. without considering the time or place there should be no impediments he should be able to carry out his service anywhere and at any time some say that the devotee should remain in holy places like vrindavana or some holy town where the lord lived but a pure devotee can live anywhere and create the atmosphere of vrindavana by his devotional service it was sri advaita who told lord chaitanya wherever you are o lord there is vrindavana 
Yes, Prabhuji. As indicated by the words Satatam and Nityasha, which mean always, regularly, or every day, a pure devotee constantly remembers Krishna and meditates upon him. These are qualifications of the pure devotee for whom the Lord is most easily attainable. Bhakti Yoga is the system that the Gita recommends above all others. Generally, the bhakti yogis are engaged in five different ways. Shanta bhakta, engaged in devotional service in neutrality. Dasya bhakta, engaged in devotional service as servant. Sakya, sakya bhakta, engaged as friends. Vatsalya bhakta, engaged as parent. And Madhurya bhakta, engaged as conjugal lover of the Supreme Lord. In any of these ways, the pure devotee is always constantly engaged in the transcendental loving service of the Supreme Lord and cannot forget the Supreme Lord. And so for him, the Lord is easily attained. A pure devotee cannot forget the Supreme Lord for a moment. And similarly, the Supreme Lord cannot forget his pure devotee for a moment. This is the great blessing of the Krishna conscious process of chanting the Mahamantra. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna. Vishwamadhi, right. what are the next words? <clears throat> Very important words again. Please remember to buy heart it if you don't know already. Mamubetya punar janma dukhalayama shashvatam napnuvanti mahatmanaha samsidhim paramam gataha. Translation. After attaining me, the great souls or yogis in devotion never return to this temporary world which is full of miseries because they have attained the highest perfection. Deshmamati. Since this temporary material world is full of miseries of birth, old age, disease and death, Naturally, he who achieves the highest perfection and attains the supreme planet, Krishna Loka, Goloka Vrindavan, does not wish to return. The supreme planet is described in Vedic literature as Avyakta and Akshara and Paramagati. In other words, that planet is beyond the material vision and it is inexplicable. But it is the highest goal, the destination for the Mahatmas, great souls. The Mahatmas receive transcendental messages on the realized devotees and thus gradually develop devotional service in Krishna consciousness and become so absorbed in transcendental service that they no longer desire elevation to any of the material planets, nor do they even want to be transferred to any spiritual planet. They only want Krishna and Krishna's association and nothing else. That is the highest perfection of life. This verse specifically mentions the personalist devotees of the Supreme Lord Krishna. These devotees in Krishna consciousness achieve the highest perfection of life. In other words, they are the supreme souls. Hare Krishna. Thank you, Prabhu. Okay. Go to the next one. Yeah. Another famous verse. You would all do well to remember this as well. Abrahma Bhuvana Loka Punaravartin Arjuna Translation. From the highest planet in the middle world down to the lowest, all are places of misery, wherein repeated birth and death takes place. But one who attains to my abode, O son of Kunti, never take birth again. But one who uh, death take place, sorry. But one who attains to my abode, O son of Kunti, never takes birth again. Robert, uh, can read. Uh, Harira, you read, na? Yes, Prabhuji. Rasikeshu Prabhu, you can read. Hare Krishna, Prabhuji. All kinds of yogis, karma, jnana, hatha, etc. eventually have to attain devotional perfection in bhakti yoga or Krishna consciousness before they can go to Krishna's transcendental abode and never return. Those who attain the highest material planets, the planets of the demigods, 
are again subjected to repeated birth and death. As persons on earth are elevated to higher planets, people on higher planets such as Brahmaloka, Chandraloka, and Indraloka fall down to earth. The practice of sacrifice called Panchagni Vidya, recommended in the Chandogya Upanishad, enables one to achieve Brahmaloka. But if on Brahmaloka one does not cultivate Krishna consciousness, then he must return to earth. Those who progress in Krishna consciousness on the higher planets are gradually elevated to higher and higher planets. And by the time, at the time of universal devastation, are transferred to the eternal spiritual kingdom. Baldev Vidya Bhushan, in his commentary on Bhagavad Gita, quotes these words Brahmana Sahate Sarve Samprapte Pratyanchare Parashante Kritatmanaha Pravishanti Parampadam. When there is devastation of this material universe, Brahma and his devotees, who are constantly engaged in Krishna consciousness, are all transferred to the spiritual universe and to specific spiritual planets according to their desires. So, uh, these three verses, 14 to 16, are basically about uh, remembering Krishna and devotional service, remembering Krishna and pure bhakti especially. Pure bhakti. Ananya chetasa. Uh, and, uh, so don't, no, 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 don't uh, unshare. So, uh, so after that, and Krishna indicates finally such a person, the destination of a person following pure devotion. He attends the spiritual world. Uh, it does talk about the spiritual world and then of course the fact that uh, uh, the, the, the what happens to uh, the, the material world is also indicated, which is Abrahma Bona Loga Punaravarjana. So now, uh, what we'll do is we'll spend a little bit more time looking at the next set of verses. These talk about in detail the spiritual world and to some extent the material world. So I think what I'll do is today we'll run through a few more verses because we've been kind of running behind. And then we'll have a short discussion today. Tomorrow we'll have a more detailed discussion of all these verses together. So let's get some topics through. It's uh, very critical. So you can go to the next verse, Rishma Matri. So you can read Ritika Matri. Sahasra Yuga Par Yantam Ahar Yad Brahmano Viduhu Ratrim Yuga Sahasra Antam Teho Ratra Vidu Janaha. Translation. By human calculation, a thousand ages taken together form the duration of Brahma's one day. And such also is the duration of his night. Hare Krishna, purport by Srila Prabhupada. Srila Prabhupada ki jai. The duration of the material universe is limited. It is manifested in cycles of kalpas. A kalpa in an, is a day of a Brahma and one day of Brahma consists of a thousand cycle of four yugas or ages, Satya, Treta, Dwapar, and Kali, Kali. The cycle of Satya is characterized by virtue, wisdom, and religion, there being practically no ignorance and vice. And the Yuga lasts uh, 17,28,000 years. In the Treta Yuga, vice is introduced. And this Yuga lasts for 12,96,000 years. In the Dwapar Yuga, there is an even greater decline in virtue and religion, vice increasing, and this Yuga lasts 8,64,000 years. And finally, in Kali Yuga, the Yuga we have now been experiencing over the past 5,000 years, there is abundance of strife, ignorance, irreligion, and vice. Strife. Strife, ir ignorance, irreligion, and vice. True virtue being practically non-existent. And this yuga lasts for 4,32,000 uh, years. In Kali Yuga, vice increases to such a point that at, term, at the termination of the yuga, the Supreme Lord himself appears as the Kalaki Avtara, vanquishes the demons, saves his devotee, and commences another Satya Yuga. 
Then the process is set rolling again. These four yugas rotating a thousand times comprises one day of Brahma and the same number comprises one night. Brahma lives 100 of such years and then dies. These 100 years by earth calculation total to 311 trillion and 40 billion earth years. By these calculations, the life of Brahma seems fantastic and interminable, but from the viewpoint of... Interminable. Interminable. But from the viewpoint, but from the viewpoint of eternity, it is as brief as a lightning flash. In the causal ocean, there are innumerable Brahmas rising and disappearing like bubbles in the Atlantic. Brahma and his creation are all part of the material universe and therefore they are in constant flux. Hmm. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, one minute. In the material universe, not even Brahma is free from the process of birth, old age, disease and death. Brahma, however, is directly engaged in the service of the Supreme Lord in the management of this universe. Therefore, he at once attains liberation. Elevated sannyasis are promoted to Brahma's particular planet, Brahmaloka, which is the highest planet in the material universe and which survives all the heavenly planets in the upper scratter of the planetary system. But in due course, Brahma and all the inhabitants of Brahmaloka are subjected to death according to the law of material nature. Hare Krishna. At the beginning of oh sorry, we'll go to the next one after this. At the beginning of Brahma's day, all living entities become manifest from the unmanifest state, and thereafter, when the night falls, they are merged into the unmanifest again. Let's go to the next one. Once again, I want to remind everyone that uh, please uh, start your videos. I think I want to introduce this very seriously as a... I said start, not stop. Introduce it as a... I think Vikas Pro heard it as stop. <laughs> so because it is uh, very, very difficult for the speaker to just stare at names and talk. Especially I... I'm generally, my lectures are generally more interactive. And uh, my lectures are interactive because primarily I have to speak less than I can get others to speak. So, yes, uh, I can go to the, this is a very important sloka. Bhuta gramasa eva ayam bhutva bhutva praliyate propat quotes this sloka many times. Ratriagame Avasha Partha Prabhavatya Haragame. Yeah, go to translation. Again and again, when Brahma's days arrive, Brahma's day arrives, all living entities come into being. And with the arrival of Brahma's night, they are helplessly annihilated. Yes, uh, Vik, uh, Vivek Prabhu. Hare Krishna Prabhu. Purport by Shila Prabhu. The less intelligent who try to remain within this material world may be elevated to higher planets and then again must come down to this planet Earth. During the daytime of Brahma, they can exhibit their activities on higher and lower planets within this material world. But at the coming of the Brahma's night, they are all annihilated. In the day, they receive various bodies for material activities and at night, they no longer have bodies but remain compact in the body of Vishnu. Then again, they are manifest at the arrival of Brahma's day. Bhutva, Bhutva, Praliyate, 
during the day they become manifest and at night they are or they are annihilated again ultimately when brahma's life is finished they are all annihilated and remain unmanifest for millions and millions of years and when brahma is born again in another millennium they are again manifest in this way they are captivated by the spell of the material world but those intelligent persons who take to krishna consciousness use the human life fully in the devotional service of the lord chanting hare krishna hare krishna krishna krishna, krishna, krishna hare 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 ram hare ram hare ram 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 thus they transfer themselves even in this life to the spiritual planet of krishna and become eternally blissful there not being subject to such rebirth thank you what the next verse सनातन I don't want to actually please please show me please provide me your darshan then we can speak trying i'm trying prabhuji and i click yeah i think now it has started i don't know okay let me read i don't know whether video starts or not yesterday i delivered a lecture to the namata group some of you had come i think ratanak mathi was there probably and somebody else was briefly for some time maybe a few others were there uh you there rashmanthi yeah some of you are there nidhi vanathi kamanthi i don't know manifested and yes prabhu ji but only for some time some 15 20 realize that uh, so i watch out for the names i know anyway so that it was a weird class i mean 90% of the class was all uh, at some point of time there was no video finally i told them that i am going to speak without my video <laughs> and then some of them sort of switched it on it's a bit weird after when you when you give classes day in day out and then you see that there's nobody's uh... it's one of those things if i have to speak with myself i can speak into my voice message and send it out to all of you hang on i just i'll call you back parmanthu from the middle of the lecture yeah thanks okay now start reading for me ियल ने superior and inferior nature are explained in the seventh chapter thank you yeah okay go to the next one as well yeah we'll close with this verse uh, we'll just see just below it that's a purport because i've already just check go down is there a purport oh there is a big one okay So let me do some nepotism here. I'll ask my sister to read. Avyaktokshara ityuktas tamahuk paramam gatim yam prapyana nivartante tadhama paramam mama. It's just amazing. Krishna repeats some of these word lines so many times in the Bhagavad Gita. He's so desperate to have us back. 
that which Vedantists describe as unmanifest and infallible, that which is known as the supreme destination, that place from which having attained it, one never returns, that is my supreme abode. Purport. Can you want to read? Yeah. The supreme abode of personality of Godhead Krishna is described in the Brahma Samhita as Chintamani Dharma, a place where all desires are fulfilled. Dharma, 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 Chintamani Dharma. Chintamani Dharma, a place where all desires are fulfilled. The supreme abode of Lord Krishna, known as Goloka Vrindavana, is full of palaces made of touchstone. There are also trees called desert trees that supply any type of eatable upon demand. And there are cows known as Surabhi cows, which supply a limitless supply of milk. In this abode, the Lord is served by hundreds of thousands of goddesses of fortune, Lakshmi's, and he is called Govinda. The primal Lord and the cause of all causes, the Lord is accustomed to blow his flute, Venu, Venum Kwanantam. Venum Kwanantam. His transcendental form is the most attractive in all the worlds. His eyes are like lotus petals and the color of his body is like the color of clouds. He is so attractive that his beauty excels that of thousands of cupids. He wears saffron cloth, a garland around his neck and a peacock feather in his hair. In the Bhagavad Gita, Lord Krishna gives only a small hint of his personal abode, Goloka Vrindavana, which is the supermost planet in the spiritual kingdom. A vivid description is given in the Brahma Samhita. Vedic literatures... Katha Upanishad 1.3.11 states that there is nothing superior to the abode of the Supreme Godhead and that the abode is the ultimate destination Purusham na Pauram Kinchitsa Kashta Paramagadihi When one attains to it, he never returns to the material world. Krishna's Supreme Abode and Krishna himself are non-different being of the same quality. On this earth, Vrindavana, 90 miles southeast of Delhi, is a replica of that supreme Goloka Vrindavana located in the spiritual sky. When Krishna descended on this earth, he spotted on that particular track of land known as Vrindavana, comprising about 168 square miles in the district of Mathura, India. Thank you, Krishna. We can go back to verse 14. Rahul? Yes, Rosie. You guys manifested late, conveniently, eh? So that sharing screen has been done by Mataji, poor Mataji. <laughs> Sorry, Mataji. Uh, yeah, so just go down to a very important verse. Anane Chetas Satatam Yamasmatanitya Shaha. One who remembers me without deviation, ananya cheta. So that remembrance is an element of consciousness. Depending on your consciousness, you will remember something that is good or bad. So Krishna is saying that those who remember me without deviation, I'm easy to obtain. Tasya for them, aham, me. Tasya aham, sulabha partha, it's easy. O sanna pruta. Uh, I'm so sorry, I'm getting a call from a zonal secretary of his conference.
Sorry, that was His Grace Mahaman Prabhu, who is a zonal secretary as well as uh, an initiating guru. Yeah, so coming back to this point, Ananya Cheta Satatam. Satatam means regularly, always. Uh, and Ananya, Ananya means, of course, other. Ananya Cheta means is Cheta could be con consciousness also, but here it's also from a point of view of the mind. And Prabhupada clearly defines when he says mom, he says it's me, which is Krishna. And he remembers regularly. One is always, which is Satatam. And then he says Nityashaha, which is regularly. So not only is it is the Lord to be remembered daily, he has to be remembered uh, all the time, every day. As they say, 24 by 7. And he says, so to such people, Tasyaham Sulabha, very easy to achieve uh, nitya yukta se yogina yogina means these are actually the bhakti yogis for the devotees uh, it's easy for them we, we read in the 47th verse the last verse is 6th chapter that yogina mapi sarvesha madgate nantaratmana shraddhavan bhajate yamam samay yukta tamamataha so the, the topmost yogi is a devotee of the Lord and uh, Krishna says he is easy to obtain because of the constant engagement devotion service. So this is the
the more constant so to say our engagement in devotion service the more uh, uh, or let's just say the easier it will be to obtain the supreme lord so this we have to keep in mind let's go to the purport yeah and proper mentions here uh this verse discussed the final destination obtained by the unalloyed devotees so previously we discussed about the four types of devotees artha jignasura artarthi and jnani and also different types of yoga karma jnana hatha everything has been described uh, these systems have a little bit of bhakti in them because the word yoga means connection to the supreme yujyate however when you say bhakti yoga there is nothing except desire for krishna anya abhilashita shunyam so it's only krishna so uh, a pure devotee does not deserve promotion to he- heavenly planets kaivalyam narakayate tridasha pura akasha pushpayate prabodhan sarasita have a praise so heavenly planets all these uh, sort of pleasures they don't appeal to a pure devotee he does not desire even that for heaven promotion to heavenly planets because he knows that tetam bukta swargalokam vishalam kshine punyam marti lokam vishandi you go to the heavenly planet also you have to come back once your piety is exhausted and it's also said that the pure devotee does not desire one with the supreme lord which is brahma jyoti salvation so therefore as we as we say bhukti mukti siddhi kami sakali ashanta krishna bhakta nishkam ateva shanta because he doesn't desire anything else is peaceful so when there are desires people will be without peace that's simple as that uh, because as we say atmendra prithivacha tare bali kam so all these people have their own selfish interests atmendra prithi so to say but a pure perfect devotee has a desire no other desire except to please the supreme personality of god yasmin tushte jagat tushte he knows pleasing the supreme lord is pleasing everyone and krishna indra pritiicha so therefore for somebody who has this unflinching devotion ananya krishna is easy to obtain why because like we said krishna has nothing to give that person because he doesn't desire anything like we posted the other day harihara posted that verse mukti mukuranj mukurita mukurita anjali uh, devidas madhajar also helped with that uh, liberation is standing on the doorstep and the pure devotee is not even looking at it so pure devotee is always engaged in devotion service to krishna in one of his various personal features that's very critical so you cannot be devotee of anybody else except the supreme lord sri krishna it's not devotional service it is not bhakti so krishna has many various uh, incarnation rama narasimha etc that yesterday in the shloka i forgot to completely i forgot completely in yesterday's verse jiva because it is about narasimha lord narasimha in today's lecture and i forgot to say this point that as per jiva goswami there are three purna avataras or three purna kalas they are krishna rama and narasimha and of course uh, rupa goswami also talks about vamana is a very special incarnation so these are the very special uh, forms of the lord rama narasimha and krishna definitely and it is mentioned that a devotee can choose to fix his mind in loving service to any of these forms uh, which are bona fide on these forms one can meditate but like we read from 18.65 uh um uh, i think i read this again we can still read it again reshma mother you want to just post 18.65 yes. prema vinodini mata ji you can read the second paragraph when it comes okay. oh, hare krishna prabhu ji yes mantri
you want to speak or you want to let your name speak no no the screen is uh, it has gone in any case it is uh, getting into yeah uh, so second para second para read that again yeah read the second para these words stress that is what is being uh, i mean i am able to see the upper yeah, one you're right reading. you're right upper one i'm not asking you to read yeah go on after that you can read the uh, the other para i'm uh, the starting i am unable to see prabhu i am don't bother don't bother just read just, just read the second prabhu just read the second paragraph these words these words stress that one should concentrate his mind upon krishna the very form with two hands carrying a flute the bluish boy with a beautiful face and peacock feathers in his hair there are descriptions of krishna found in the brahma samhita and other literatures one should fix his mind on this original form of godhead krishna one should not even divert his attention to other forms of the lord the lord has multi forms as vishnu narayana rama varaha etc but a devotee should concentrate his mind on the form that was present before arjuna concentration of the mind on the form of krishna constitutes the most confidential part of knowledge and this is disclosed to arjuna because arjuna is the most dear friend of krishna's thank you so i think i have kind of made my point there very clearly that there may be many other forms ramadi murti shukala niyamena trishtan nanavatara makarod bhavaneshu kintu krishna swayam samabhavat paramapumanyo govinda madhi purusham tamahapata the original form of the supreme lord to go back you should see the purport says krishmadev uh, just take it to take us to the first paragraph no no take us to the first paragraph first paragraph is the same words yeah it says that one should become a pure devotee of krishna and always think of him and act for him manmana bhava madbhakto madhyajima namaskuru is propad uses beautifully the phrase one should not become an official meditator so life should be so molded that one will always have the chance to think of krishna so you could work around your life schedule in such a way that you can remember develop that ananya chetasa you should always act in such a way that all his daily activities are in connection with krishna and he should arrange his life in such a way that throughout the 24 hours he cannot but think of krishna and the last promise is that anyone who is in such pure krishna consciousness will certainly return to the abode of krishna where he will be engaged in the association of krishna face to face this most confidential part of knowledge he is spoken to arjuna because he is the dear friend of krishna everyone who follows the path of arjuna can become a dear friend of krishna and obtain the same perfection as arjuna that's really the point ananya chetasa 24 hours to remember krishna and nothing else and that's the same as manmana bhavan bhakto the same let us go back to the verse now Yeah, please go down. Did you go back to the verse, no? 14, I said. Yeah, just go down. ृणते तेन लभ्य तस्ृणते तनु स्वाम 
So one who is fully surrendered and engaged in devotion service to the Supreme Lord can understand the Supreme Lord as He is. As we say, Bhagavad Gita, as it is. Because the Lord gives sufficient intelligence to the devotee through which he can attain the spiritual kingdom. So karma nevati karaste for us is to simply ensure that we perform the principles of devotion service. We should be seriously, fully surrendered and engaged in devotion service. Then Krishna will definitely, Mahapalesh Kadachanade, Phala he will give, which is Dadami Buddhyogam, Tasyaham Sulabhaparta, all these things will happen. And so Prabhupada says the special qualification of the pure devotee is that you're always thinking of Krishna without deviation and without considering the time or place. So uh, there is this a beautiful verse in Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita. I just hope I have it. Interestingly, in yesterday's lecture for Chipiwada, I had made notes and one of the notes was this very same shloka, Ananacheta Satatam. Acharya kahe tumi jaha shevrindavan mora bhagya gangatire toma ragaman Advaita disclosed the whole situation, telling Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, wherever you are, that is Vrindavan. Now it is my great fortune that you have come to the bank of the Ganges. So this is Chaitanya Charitamrita Madhilila 3.33. You can post that in the group. Vikas uh, Prabhu, you can post. Chaitanya Charitamrita Madhilila 3.33. Okay, Prabhuji. So, like I said already, satatam and nitya saha means regularly and every day. There should be no ahaituki aprathihata yatma suprasidati. One who is pleased is the person who does costless, unmotivated, unrestricted devotion service. Aprathihata, without any stoppage. That is the same, satatam and nitya saha. And therefore, it's mentioned that in any of these ways, Chandam, Dasyam, Sakyam, Vatsalya, Madhuryam, or any of the five rasas, the pure devotee is always constantly engaged in the transcendental service of the Supreme Lord and cannot forget the Supreme Lord. And so for him, the Lord is easily attained. So very beautiful point mentioned is that pure devotee cannot forget the Supreme Lord and therefore the Supreme Lord cannot forget him. Because he has given him everything. The Lord has nothing to give him except pure devotion. Whatever he says, I will give you. He says, no, I'm not interested. I want to give you Mukti. No, I'm not interested. I want to give you Swargaloka. No, I'm not interested, Krishna. I want you, Krishna. No, but, uh, you know, why don't you try liberation instead? No, Krishna. Then what do you want? I want you, Krishna. So then he says, okay. I have nothing else to give. I'll give myself. And that's how it works. So, uh, I'll stop there and I'm just getting in a meeting at seven o'clock. My request is that uh, we will continue this class tomorrow. Tomorrow we will not have too much reading. I'll be speaking completely from these verses that we spoke. I think we spoke from 14 to 21, right? Yes, Prabhuji. Yes. So we'll continue on that. Uh, I beg forgiveness that I'd leave now. I can't take questions. But if there's something very binding and bothering you, please feel free to send me a message and I'll answer you. Srila Prabhupada ki jai. Hare Krishna.